Hi, this is Ray Negron, community consultant for the New York Yankees, and you're listening to me on the Board Sports Podcast. And welcome back to another edition of On the Board Sports. I am your host, Will Trucci, a.k.a. Will See, coming to you from Gotham Podcast Studios here in Manhattan, New York. And I'm joined by the wonderful Spencer, controlling the ones and twos behind the glass here at Gotham Podcast Studios. But I'm also joined by my co-host, who's who couldn't be able to make it today in studio, but he's with us via the phone, a.k.a. Sean Thomas. Sean, how are you, buddy? Well, I'm doing good. Uh, happy uh, Parley Thursday, sir. How, how are you doing? Man? Absolutely doing good. Doing good. Can't complain. Islanders game night had on a, you know, had on a couple of special guests earlier on today. And for those of you that are listening, I'm sure you probably heard of AJ Vaynerchuk and Ray Negron from the New York Yankees. So pretty good recording of these episodes thus far. Um, but we're going to have to talk about here the Houston Astros, man, because this is just like an an cutting at an onion and the more you keep on going at the onion the more you cry and the more that you peel away at the Astros situation right now the more you cry because a what happened with Carlos Beltran and what happened with you know uh the whole the whole team in general Sean this is just absolutely downright atrocious number one and number two, with what's going on here, is the fact that you're seeing, we don't even know what the Boston Red Sox allegations are, at, well, excuse me, not the allegations, but the final verdict from baseball. It could be much, much worse, but Sean, we, we've seen that now that uh, Carlos Beltran was quote-unquote the godfather of all of this stuff, along with Alex Cora, and hence why he got let go from the New York Mets. What's your take on this whole thing, man? This is just absolutely atrocious. I want to hear from you. Well, first on, well, uh, briefly on the Mets thing, you know, well, that's what happens when you don't do your uh, uh, research. The Astros uh, scandal news broke while this whole um, managerial search was going on. So for you to hire somebody that you know was on the team or involved with the team or teams, um, prior to that, just as uh, beyond me, well, but that's another conversation for another day. Well, and it's going to continue to be the onion that keeps on getting cut because all this stuff broke during the off season. So now all 30 teams are opening up uh, spring uh, trainings and their respective uh, camps, so on and so forth, and the Astros. You know, well, listen, this is going to be something that they have to deal with, not only for this season, but for the rest of their lives. And for all 81 games that they play on the road, they are going to be booed at every stadium they go to, not just the Bronx, every stadium. And, well, the funny thing is, Yankees fans like yourself, if you want to boo them more than more than the three games they play in the Bronx, guess what? They play the Mets at City Field. <laughs> Uh, uh, this year too. So Yankee fans have more than the three games that the Astros come to the stadium to go down and boom, man. But I mean, it's going to be an all-season thing. And if you're the, the Astros world, you better pray that Boston did more of the cheating than you did. 
Because I think from a Yankees standpoint, yeah, the cheating happened the round before the World um, Series. So you, so you never know if they didn't cheat if or if the Yanks would have won. But I think if the Red Sox will, and, you know, my question to you is this, Will, if the Red Sox have done the same amount or similar uh, cheating, I know the both of them are bad, but which one stings worse? The Astros one because it happened in the championship series or knowing that your hated, bitter uh, rival did the exact same thing? I'm going to have to go with the Red Sox here in 2018 because, you know, in 27, just to go back in time for a second here, right? In 2017, the Astros had Alex Cora. They had Beltran. They had Altuve win MVP that year. They go out, Alex Bregman having himself a good year, everything like that. Carl, you want to know something too with Correa? Carlos Correa coming out there and basically manning up and saying, you know what? Yeah, it was wrong a little bit that we did it. You know, he was he's really the first one that came out and, and said it, you know, that he admitted to it here, you know. And then in tw- 2018, being – and I remember this very vividly, okay. I remember – forget the playoff game. I remember going out to Boston up in August in 2018 with my dad. And the Yankees were close. They were neck and neck, everything like that for the division. Remember, Aaron Judge went down that year about a year and a half ago, and basically, you know, everything was close. And then I remember we had the conversation, oh, well, the, the Yankees, you know, they're, they're close, but anything's possible. They could go back out there and fight. And then they go out and they play them in the playoffs as the wild card team. They were up. Uh, they tied the series at one game apiece. And then they come back to Yankee Stadium. And I remember being there for batting practice for both games and I said to myself, you know, okay, well, Boston is going out. They're going the to the opposite field. They're spraying the ball all over the place. They know what they're doing. Meanwhile, the Yankees are hitting home runs in batting practice. But, uh, you know, the Luis Severino thing, too, him not starting up, you know, him not knowing the right time or whatever, it makes you wonder. It really makes you wonder about what could have been, you know. But, again, we can't bring that back. We can't go back in the time and fix things. You know, we got to live with it. And with the Red Sox and the Astros for their World Series, uh, listen, the best thing that you could do right now is just put asterisks next to their name, just like people put asterisks next to the, you know, the Barry Bonds, the Barry Bondses, the Sosas, the Maguires, the Steroid Saga. And you just got to go out there and just, Either A, you remember it and, you know, you go out there, you remember it for what it is, and then for that time period, and then afterward you say, okay, here's 2019 going into 2020, what had happened. But it really makes you, really makes you wonder, man, you know, down down the stretch. It's just bad. It's just overall bad because, Sean, I know you want to get this in. It's being there for all those playoff games. Being there for all those playoff games in the 2017 ALCS and the 2018 ALDS, and even if you know, we'll go and look at the 2019 ALCS too afterward. Uh, dude, it, it's just not good. It's just not bringing back good memories at all. But being at the stadium was great, but it's not good memories when you see a team lose, and especially since the fact that you know things could have ended up in a different way. But 
we got to live with the time and we just got to go out there and do it. I think the Astros karma will for what they did in, in 20. Um, and uh, I'm sorry. Well, I think, yeah, their karma for what they did in 2017. I think the karma for them is what happened to them the last year. They did all this cheating at home and they, and they lost a world, a world series world right. in which they did not win one game at home. Right. They and didn't. you wondered were they cheating or did they know they, they were going to get caught or they had already got caught? Well, some that I a question that I that I don't think nobody knows the answer to. And if it was said, then please uh let me know. When did the Astros get caught or how did the Astros get caught? Because to me, I'm I mean, listen, although some talented uh, players uh, down there will obviously Altuve, Bregman, uh, Correa, Brantley, so on and so forth. Very, very good. Very, very good to even great. However, I believe in karma will a hundred percent, and I think their karma for what they did in 2017 is what happened to them last year, losing a seven-game World Series where you had home field advantage and lost every single home game. Well, I can't recall MLB saying we caught Houston doing this September 2019 or we caught Houston doing this in June of 2017, but we just kept it under wraps because, well, if they knew the cheating was going on during the World Series or during the ALCS or afterwards, why wait till now to break it? Like why wait till now to be like okay? We're going because to because Sean, we had on Sean, we had on a very special guest back in March, in Jimmy O'Brien, John Boy, and he's the one that brought it up. And basically, you know, you go on YouTube and, like he said, you go on YouTube and you find these clips. And if you listen to the audio, it's there. It's there in sight. And players have come out and said it prior, but Major League Baseball just said no to it. And then. Once you get your hand in the cookie jar, you know, your hand's caught in the cookie jar, that's it. It's over at that point in time, you know. Now what are you going to do? That's what it comes down to, you know. So Major League Baseball, did they know something about it? Of course they knew something about it because here, you know, you have teams coming in and basically saying, well, okay, here we are doing it. Uh, Many teams have complained about this and then – one guy with a big, crazy following goes out there and exploits everything. Not exploit everything, but just shows the world what who the Astros really were at that point in 2017. And many players, you know, came out and basically, basically said what they said. You know, it's it's just a sad, sad time. It really is. It's a sad time for the sport. It's a huge black guy to everyone involved that not only played for the Astros, the Red Sox, the Mets, whoever it is, but even the Yankees for having Carlos Beltran, even though they said that they didn't know, they probably knew something down the line or, you know, something might've happened, but we don't know what's going to happen within the next uh, couple of months. This, this thing's going to like, like we said, it's going to be an onion that keeps on getting cut and cut and cut and we're all going to keep on crying over it. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think MLB needs to hurry up and do the Boston one because, well, this is, a, I mean, the to me, the overwhelming favorites to win the World Series are the 
the Yankees, but and I would say the Yankees and the Dodgers just simply put off just, just simply because of the roster on paper that both these two teams have. But well, outside of those two teams, this is a wide open MLB season. Couldn't agree with Washington, you more. Right, um, Washington had a Washington had to, you know, play playoff baseball the last month and a half just to get in. Yep, and it ended up winning the whole thing. So. The reason why I say MLB has to conclude this Boston thing is because in a season where you have one, maybe two teams, and then the rest of the pack, well, I would take the rest of the pack over those one to two teams. So you could have a, a great season, and you don't want one team dominating the headlines and the front page news and Sports Center and blah blah blah. You don't want this one team and their nope. uh, scandal. You know, being talked about in April, May, June, when all we're trying to do is, you know, what I'm saying enjoy the season, especially when both the New York teams have extremely high expectations. Also, if I'm the MLB, conclude this uh, Red Sox stuff ASAP because you don't want to put a black, you don't want to further black the eye that is already the 2020 uh, season. Well, baseball's tainted right now and. You know, I can only think back to the quote that uh, James Earl Jones had in uh, in Field of Dreams where he said, baseball will always be here no matter what. You know, times may come and go and times may change, but baseball will always be here. And, you know, for, for the game itself and for even Rob Manfred actually thinking about trying to change the idea up and trying to get everybody's minds and minds and thoughts away from this whole cheating saga with not only the rule changes, but the whole, you know, playoff implementation that that might uh, that might come about in the next two years, and a lot of people are actually clamoring for it. I know a lot of talk show heads are, and a lot of people on Twitter don't like it, but you know, for the one part, I kind of like the as a fan, you want to see more playoff baseball games, but there's already a lot of baseball games to be had and. That said, are you going to cut the regular season down from 162 games to 142 games, start the playoffs in uh, September, excuse me, and then have the, uh, you know, that whole thing with having the best team pick, pick the, you know, whatever team that they want, that's completely and utter BS. I don't think that should ever happen. You go out, if anything, they should just add from the seven to eight teams and then just have a one through eight format go out there and play and then, you know, just see what happens because it could be like March Madness. You never know what might happen. So that would be pretty amazing. Well, I think the one thing I hate about the MLB schedule is, you know, it's an every year you have those teams that you know are going to be the bottom uh, dwellers of each uh, division. Everybody knew that Baltimore last year was going to be terrible and they were. Everybody knew that Toronto was going to be young, so they were going to lose a lot before they won a lot, and they did. Well, with that being said, there's no reason why you have to play each of your division opponents 18 times. That's ridiculous. You could do 12, 15 the most, but 18 is a whole lot. What I like to see MLB do is either have more games against the – have more – Interleague games, or instead of playing, so instead of the East playing the uh, Central one series at home, one series um, 
on the road make it two, or just go from 162 games to 150 or 142, 145, and 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 will like you said go from you know extend it to the one through eight. Or if you want to put 10 and give it to two teams to buy, I'm not going to lie. I'm a fan of that too. So you could either extend the playoffs, which is, which is you know, only a good month, and shorten the regular um, a season in your beak as well. All these teams are getting, you know, guaranteed. I mean, no baseball win is uh, guaranteed, but, uh, but I mean, what did, I think the Yankees were last year against uh, Baltimore. They went 17-2. Uh, and two or 16 and two or something crazy like um, that. I'm pretty sure as a fan, we would want to see more playoff baseball than more Yankees or uh, Orioles games that, you know, they all mean uh, um, uh, something, but from the excitement point of view, they don't do nothing uh, for sports. Well. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. We'll see what happens as the, uh, as as time goes on and we get to see things happen, but it, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun if they do put the eight teams in there, but they have the best team go out there and pick whatever opponent that they want. No, I'm sorry. That should not uh, be the case. Just go out there, play your regular seed or whatever. And that's it. You know, just go out there and just handle your business like that. Exactly, man. So I um, uh, agree. You know, just, you know, I mean, I'm all for changing the playoff um, uh, format. You know, having the having the two um, uh, wildcard teams. I'm a fan of that. But well, you see how college uh, football now they went from the BCS to you know the college football uh, a playoff, and now it's four teams. Eventually, it's gonna go to either six or most likely eight. Right. And I think MLB, you have the ten teams instead of having a wild card. You know, win or move on. Maybe have a wild card best out of three or something where where the postseason has more games because well 162 games i mean it's a lot to me as a fan i'm a listen well i'm good with 140 <laughs> like have those have those other 22 games be actual uh, playoff games meaning games that mean stuff instead of you know um, the Marlins and the Braves, like who cares? Yeah, and and you know what too, man. Like I, I've heard, I've heard the whole thing with the whole, uh, with, with the whole regards to. Uh, I'm getting distracted right now. <laughs> um, no, having a, uh, you know, you mentioned the the Orioles and the Yankees and going out there. Like, if you add more playoff baseball, just imagine the ratings going up. You know. Imagine the ratings going up for TV. That would be pretty pretty insane. Exactly. Well, so I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I think Rob Manfred has done an okay job, but I mean, you know, I think he needs to think this too because I'm with you. Having a top team pick who they want to play, that is absurd. <laughs> it is. It is. It is absolutely absurd. But we we post. I I posted on the page that he you know, uh, how do you not discipline the players in that sense you know I know the players union is gonna defend these guys left and right with the whole Astros saga and everything like that but you know we'll see what happens there uh Sean do you have any final thoughts on this episode well no final thoughts just shout out to you holding down the uh interviews and glad that spring training is near and well we're at the NBA and all-star break so 
Um, you know, looking forward to seeing All Star Weekend in Chicago, man. But you know, that's about it. Yeah. Hey, who do you got in the slam dunk in the uh, three point contest? Well, I'm gonna go on on an edge here. Slam dunk, Derek Jones from the Heat. This guy could jump out of the gym. And in the three point, give me Devin Booker for one reason and one reason only. Well, he should have been voted in. He's only getting in because Dame got hurt. Well, I think he, he's he's going to use this uh, uh, platform to prove to everybody that he should have been either the fans' vote or the coaches' vote. So give me Derek Jones in the slam dunk and Devin Booker in the uh, three-point. All right. There you have it right there, folks. That's Sean's picks right there. I'm probably going to have to go with you, too. I like Derek Jones, and I like uh, uh, Devin Booker as well. So we'll see what happens, guys. On that note... For everybody here at Gotham Podcast Studios, for Sean Thomas, thank you for calling in. Really appreciate that, but got to get you back in studio soon, probably next week. We're going to have on a couple, I don't want to spoil it for people, but we're going to have on some really, really great guests as well next week. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right, guys? And for Spencer, our wonderful producer, controlling the ones and twos behind the glass here at Gotham, I'm your host, Will Trucci, logging out. We will talk to you guys soon. Peace out.